Mama says that alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Billy passed the third grade. Oh, what a glorious day. Oh, he passed the third grade. The Billy Madison way. Hello and welcome (laughs) to Little Marty, the only podcast that I'm aware of dedicated to covering the work of Martin Scorsese and Adam Sandler. Mm. My name is Eric Halloween and I'm joined by my co-host... Uh, Jeremy, uh, the butcher. Irons. Jeremy, uh, <laughs> deeds. Maybe Jeremy. I'm still workshopping my uh, my name. I think it's is be the a butcher scorse. the one that you had last week. I think it was. Yeah. I I kind of like Jeremy the butcher. Jeremy the butcher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Oh man. You know, I just Googled uh, Jeremy Irons because I was like, who is that guy? Oh, he's Scar. Okay, he is Scar. Scar, my dude. Yeah, he's a, he's a great actor, Jeremy Irons. He's uh, one of the good Jeremys, you know? It's Jeremy Piven. Right. He's a less good Jeremy. <laughs> what's a what's a bad Jeremy? It's Jeremy Piven, guess, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Jeremy yeah, Piven or... Jeremy. Um, I'm trying to think of any other Jeremys that exist. I'm trying to write a screenplay, kind of like you know how they had Bad Santa, Bad Jeremy, Bad Jeremy. That's what I. That's what I'm working on. Uh, no one's picking it up. It's it's. Uh, but you know, um, Jeremy, what's going on? We're we're talking Scorsese, and then we're talking Sandler. What the hell is going on with this podcast? Well, we go back and forth chronologically. Sort of. We're skipping over some of the Sandlers that, uh, the films that he does not star in. We are covering, either we're not covering them or we're covering them on the Patreon, Mm -hmm. uh, which we'll start doing that eventually. Uh, Jeremy, how do people get to that Patreon? Well, you want to go to your internet browser and type in www.patreon.com slash Eric and Jeremy for all the latest and greatest in Eric and Jeremy content. You know, the after dark content, the the uh, 18 and up content, I like to call it. Uh, if you're under 18, you could probably still uh, join the Patreon. <laughs> I wouldn't not take your money, but oh, is it adult on that Patreon? Yeah, we uh, say words like ass. And Muppet. And <laughs> Muppet and Muppet and Meep Meep. And Meep Meep. Um, yes, we got some fun stuff going on over there. We're going to start doing some of the supplemental uh, material. We also, we have a tier where you can, you know, people forget about this, Jeremy, but you can pay $20. Mm-hmm. On our Patreon. And you can force us to do an episode on literally anything. People have been picking movies. They've been doing movie requests, mm-hmm. but we'll do anything. We'll do an episode on, I don't know, what's something obscure that we would have to do an episode on. We'll do an episode <laughs> on the uh, Douglas fir tree. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's a good point. No one's ever asked us, but we will just do an episode on random stuff. 
like random items. Like, let's do an episode on wallets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what do you, you go muddy clip or do you do full wallet? What are you oh, doing these days? I, I'm a little bit in between. I'm not a full big George Costanza wallet, but I'm a little more than a money <laughs> clip. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I carry around a, around a wallet that's big enough <laughs> to fit one of those giant novelty checks. Right. Yeah. Like the ones from yeah. the sweep, the great, uh, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Wow. Publisher's uh, Clearinghouse. That's what I was looking for. Probably, yeah. Publisher's Clearinghouse. Last week we watched Boxcar Bertha. And, yeah. Um, we got and, that over with. Yeah. Now, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't that good. It was one of those, I was thinking about like my attitude during that episode. Mm-hmm. And I think it, I think I do this when we cover a new director. Mm-hmm. Is I will kind of be way too generous of their like first film. No, you come in with a good attitude, Eric. You come yeah. in like with a very good attitude. I am a little bit more ready to chop them up. Chop them. Even down. Hard Eight, like Hard Eight, is like I mean that's a pretty good movie. But I was like, I was giving it like three point five out of four. It's not that good, dude. I know? think the best example of us being too kind is shopping. <laughs> Shopping. When yeah. we did Paul W. Sanderson's first movie, we were like, pretty good. But looking back, I'm like, <laughs> or yeah. yeah. Jeremy, we are covering, we're back to Adam Sandler. And uh, this is Billy Madison. And I want to, I, I kind of just want to like get right into this because I'm really excited about Billy Madison. Yeah. How do you feel about this movie? Where does it rank on your Mount Sandler? Uh, I don't know ranking um currently right now in my mind it's tied for number one with happy gilmore so i it's so crazy but i think it's like it's like right away i think sandler makes his like tour de force (laughs) like absolutely this is his ace ventura for crying out loud i mean this is his absolute breakout he is a star. He can carry a film. He can't be stopped. The guy invented a. I, I truly believe that this film sort of invents a type of comedy. Like I think that Adam Sandler kind of like invented a style of comedy that would come to sort of rule the '90s. People would go on to chase so. to chase his his magic to ride his coattails. Uh, for the better part of the next decade after this. I mean, this is 95. Yeah. Sandler mm-hmm. doesn't... I don't fall off the Sandler train until at least 2005. So, um, so yeah. I mean, I think, uh, I think this is ex- insanely high up. Now, this could change as we w- rewatch his entire spectrum of film. But right now... This and, Hap- and Happy Gilmore are like the 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 one two punch of an a- of a of of a lifetime. You just don't get stuff like this. But what do you think? Where, where where does it rank for you? I like. I genuinely believe, and I'm I'm not just saying this. <laughs> You're gonna say something crazy because I'm tell. like in this moment because <laughs> I'm just in the moment and I I want to say, say something it, brother. Say provocative. It, brother. I think this is the best comedy of all time. Oh, I think this I is love like, it. So I'm I'm not kidding you. I I you know I, obviously there's some nostalgia there. I watched. I grew up with this movie. Right. I was the kid. You know, quoting this movie <laughs> endlessly. Um, 
you know, uh, when I learned to play guitar, that was like one of the first songs that I learned was the, uh, Billy Past the Third Grade, mm-hmm. <laughs> that song. Um, wow. And uh, I, I, I love this movie, and go I go back and watch it every couple years. Yeah. And it, I was laughing so hard at everything, even mm-hmm. like the way, like there's certain like cuts yes. that are really funny. There's things that just, I, I didn't, you know, like the, the whole thing at the end with Eric, um, you know, it, he, he like stumbled, like he can't answer a question. I never realized that he was supposed to like explain business ethics. <laughs> like that. I didn't understand that that's why he was like freaking out so much. Um, <laughs> It's just there's yeah. there's just so much good stuff in there. It's jam packed. Uh, I mean, do you like this better than Happy Gilmore? Like Billy Madison better? I th- personally, I do. Yeah, you do. Okay, but th- yeah, I I, have, I can't wait to rewatch Happy Gilmore because I want to see wh- how I feel now. But I feel like they're just so. I mean, they come out back to back. They're very similar. Um, in like in my mind they belong together. I don't know, I don't know why, I guess, but it and maybe maybe just because I saw them always packaged together in like DVD like like two packs at Walmart and stuff. But like yeah, I I just I just have extreme nostalgia for Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. Yeah. But beyond the nostalgia, Eric, I I mean you might be right. Like it it's like I think objectively an incredible comedy from just a technical standpoint. Like the editing is just so well done and every gag, every visual gag is like, there's only a couple of times where I'm just like, Oh, that, that cut went on a little long or, Oh, that, you know, like the, like the clown with, you know, with all the blood coming yeah. out of his mouth. Like, like, like they, right. they hang on that for like a very long time. But other than that, like, I mean, I even think that Billy Madison, like for the most part, like, like holds up like in a in a 2021 way you know what yeah. i mean like i don't even think there's, there's that much that that many parts that i would chop to you know that are maybe insensitive to other groups and stuff right like this kind of comedy can't be replicated no it's just like it's done like people have tried to replicate it and it's bad but like yeah. bad silly comedy is really bad but good silly comedy is the best i love this so much my favorite cut i was dying at this i I watched it a couple times is uh the cut is sort of in the beginning (laughs) where uh billy's dad is like he's kind of like looking out the window with a and they're playing pool and he's like oh billy Someday you'll find whatever it is you're looking for. Mm -hmm. And then we just cut to Billy Madison picking up a piece of dog shit. And he goes, here is a nice piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, everything with like the maid is so... I couldn't I was I couldn't stop laughing. I was watching this at work, Eric. Like at work, like with people all around me. And I was just (laughs) like the maid stuff was just... I was die and anytime she would say that he has like a fantastic set of buns and he just kept going like <laughs> he just kept saying like you're a weirdo <laughs> like it's just so funny like what a weird bit like like every every there's all every bit in this film i just kept like thinking to myself like this is just so weird this bit is so weird like uh they must i i mean i i don't know how you write a film like this um but I, but I do get the feeling that they weren't just riffing their way through this movie. I mean, this feels like incredibly well done, like incredibly well produced. 
Yeah. Really like tight script too. Yeah. Like everything. It's like a Simpsons episode. Just every yeah. single I gotta imagine when you're reading the script, every you know, every page has like five jokes on it. Yeah, oh for sure. Yeah. It's 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 so funny and it holds up so well and like yeah, there's just such a weird like there's a there's like a weird joke where he's like who would you rather uh, Norm Macdonald to asking Adam Sandler like who would you rather uh sleep with I guess or whatever uh uh he's he says um was it Jennifer Aniston or no Meg Ryan or Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> and he goes Jack Nicholson now or in Jack Nicholson in 1974 he goes 1974 and he goes uh Meg Ryan or yeah Meg Ryan and it's just like like or yeah I don't yeah yeah anyways it's just like it's such a bizarre moment like right like just so weird like uh yeah and again another great norm mcdonald bit is like the hey do you want to go get the donkey drunk on beer and and you could you know, see the <laughs> Adamson and going nah man maybe later and he goes all right well i'll go get a bucket for the beer <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh it's gosh. so good it's it's, uh, it's yeah it's a, it's a great film <clears throat> it's a great film yeah sorry billy madison haters you're not gonna you're not gonna win this episode today <laughs> no um so Tim Hurley I is a uh, someone who's going to come up a lot. He's he's co-written uh he co-wrote Little Nicky, he co-wrote you know, The Waterboy, uh Hubie Halloween. Um he's he's a he's a Sandler collaborator. So him and uh Hurley I guess wrote Billy Madison together and it's directed by uh Tamara Davis who directed Crossroads. Mm and uh half baked yeah do you know who tamra davis's husband is by the way the, is his last name davis his i'll tell you this his last name is d uh d no i don't mike i don't even have a guess. d is oh that, really yeah from the beastie boys <laughs> great that's that's a that is a '90s power couple if I've ever heard of one. You kidding me? Mike D and the director of Billy Madison. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, let's see here. A little bit of trivia. And this movie, of course, came out '95. Jeremy, so I was six, and you. We're gonna be born in about ten years. <laughs> I Jeremy's was, thirteen. I'm thirteen years old currently, but that's another story. No, I'm uh, what, what am I? Eight. I'm eight years old. In 1995, I don't remember when I watched this though. I'll tell you that I do not remember the first time I saw it. I must have been in middle school or high school. I know it was definitely on TV. Definitely on like TBS or TNT. Oh yeah, I watched this. For the I mean, I've I've talked about this, you know, fond memories. I would I had a, a friend down the street. He had two brothers, and we'd have these you know sleepovers. We'd all sleep over at his house, and and, and his his family would. Um, they they were the only family I knew at the time that had a double VHS player where you could basically. Oh yeah, make, rip movies rip yeah you could rip movies and they'd put it on the lp setting so you could fit six hours worth of movies on one vhs and he just had like 
shelves and shelves of these VHSs of, you know, uh, uh, like the movie Volcano we watched all the time and like <laughs> Lake Placid, like all these like weird movies yeah, from the 90s. But yeah. Billy Madison was one of them. Um, I actually remember the, uh, on that tape, I think he had, uh, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, and then like Twister (laughs) 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 all on one VHS tape. Um, but yeah, that's awesome. So we, we get some, uh, we get some Farley in this movie. Which is nice. Yeah. It's uh, during great. the school bus scene, Farley turning bright red in aggravation was improvised, according to Sandler. Mm-hmm. I could see that happening. Uh, during the dodgeball scenes, Sandler hit the kids with the dodgeballs as hard as he possibly could. The editor had to cut away quickly after each hit so that he didn't show the children crying. I've heard Sandler talk about this on like late night shows <laughs> or a late night show. Uh, <laughs> I, I I don't know what to think of it. I mean, it is a really funny scene. I don't, you know, whatever. What? Yeah. Uh, what? Like what? Th- what? What don't you know what to think about? Just him like beating the crap out of these kids with with a dodgeball. Oh, I mean, I, I guess love, that's what they signed up for. But I love the scene. I think it's great. I I, I mean, like what? Well, maybe I missed it. So yeah, he. They had to cut away after each hit so that he didn't show the children crying. Oh, so the the children were crying. Yeah, yeah, so he was actually like hurting them. Oh man, that's that <laughs> is uh, <laughs> wow. That's so that's wild. That's wild. I'm surprised. I mean, the kids like that's on their parents, man. Like, yeah. what the hell are you doing? Uh, Sandler said the title character is uh, the closest I've come to playing myself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Norm Macdonald was drunk in the scene where his character is wasted. It's funny. That's funny that that's what Norm Macdonald is like drunk. It's kind of like exactly what I would picture drunk Norm Macdonald to be. Dude, yes. Uh, yeah. I also heard he's pretty, he can get pretty violent too. Like not violent like in a, like like he, like he'll fight. Like if somebody wants to start a fight, he'll he'll finish the fight. <laughs> Like he's a pretty tough guy. I don't. I don't know. That's one of the things about Norm Macdonald. People say. Um. Oh, I brought this up in the Airheads, uh, movie, but it, it's showing up here in the trivia. Farley's quote: "Good, great, grand, wonderful" is the mm-hmm. same quote his character says in Airheads. Yeah. Uh, in real life, Sandler's mom is a nursery school teacher. This is her favorite movie of his. Yeah. That's sweet. Uh, let's see. Charles Bronson was almost going to be uh, Billy's father. Yeah. I, I Yeah. I don't really care who plays Billy's father. I think that guy, the guy who does it is fine. Yeah, it's great. He's great. I don't know who would have really made it better, but it doesn't matter, really. Um, we Oh, uh, one of the pieces of trivia is, not really a piece of trivia, my, but like, you know, uh, we have a return Bridget Wilson appearance on the on the Little Marty yes. podcast from Mortal Kombat. Sonya Blade is the love interest. Ooh la la. Um. Yeah, she does a lot less cool uh, moves. Although she does punch Adam Sandler. And, and, yeah. You know, like waterboard him. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Yeah, I guess Sandler did a lot of like ad libbing on this. Uh, no, uh, which is cool to <laughs> which is cool to you know hear because I, I I admit like obviously he didn't really do much of that in Airheads, and I can't imagine he did a ton of it in Going Overboard. So I think we're seeing like we're kind of seeing the Sandman cut loose for the first time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this is his again. It's his Ace Ventura. He's he has to in a way, you know, if he wants to be the breakout star of the century, he's got to bring the heat. This is this is this almost feels like it could be Sandler's audition reel for the for the world, you know? Like it's him being like, "Look at me, America. Look what I can do. Look at look at my range. Look at look at what kind of a comedian I am." You know, if you haven't caught me on SNL yet, this is this is what you have to look forward to. I think it's I think it's a really compelling film for in that way as well, where you can see a comedic performer really like showcasing who he is, you know? Yeah, I would agree with that. And uh Yeah, I don't know. I really want to go back like I, I wish that there you know I sometimes fantasize about what if I could just like erase my memory of like media for a day and just go back and watch some things for the first time again. And, uh, you know, there's some David Lynch stuff in there that I'd want to watch, but Billy Madison is one of them. I really want to watch this movie as like a, a 32 year old man, <laughs> uh, now in the year 2021 Wow! and really see, cause I, I, I truly do believe that I would still think this is the funniest movie. I love this movie. I think it's so funny and so well-written but if any of our listeners are seeing Billy Madison for the first time, we'd love to know what you think. Yeah, yeah, please. Um, let us know how it, how it fares to the eyes of a virgin watcher. David Spade almost played Frank. Yeah. What do you think of that? That's I kind of wish Spade was in there. Yeah, who's the guy that plays Frank? What's his I think that is Hurley. I think that is Tim Hurley. Oh, cool, cool. I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, no, Frank, no, Frank not is Norm McDonald. Oh, yeah. I'd rather have Norm than uh, Spade. Jack is Mark Beltsman. Oh, Mark Beltsman. Okay. Is well, Jeremy, what do you say we dive into the plot of Billy Madison? Yeah, let's do it. Which, by the way, was nominated... Uh, uh, Sandler was nominated for Best Comedic Performance at the MTV Movie Awards. Wow, they had those back then, eh? Uh, Billy Madison is the dim-witted, childish, and spoiled 27-year-old heir to Madison Hotels, a Fortune 500 chain of 650 hotels founded by his father, retiring tycoon Brian Madison. Brian. Brian Um yeah, Billy spends his days drinking with his friends and creating disturbances across the his father's estate. Insane how this movie starts, by the way. It, yeah. We just see this like crazed man in a pool draw a smiley <laughs> face on his belly. Yeah. And uh insane. Just yeah. d- truly truly wild uh behavior. Uh <clears throat> and of course he goes, it's you know, he finds out it's nudie magazine day, he chases uh <laughs> He hallucinates a penguin for not the first time. Yeah, right away. Time in the right film. away, by the way. 
Like, this is not something we, like, get to ease into. Like, we do the penguin bit before we know what this movie is about. (laughs) Uh, One evening, Billy uh, ruins a dinner meeting between his father and his associates by acting obnoxiously. Uh, Love the way he's eating soup. Yeah, like, way way too fast. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I also like when he's like, this guy can stay in my room. Uh, yeah, Brian Dude, loses. Oh, that like long extended cut of him biting the man's hand who's sitting next to him, and just the <laughs> yeah. expression on that guy's face. Oh, yeah. so good. Uh, Brian loses confidence in his son and chooses his devious ex- executive vice president Eric Gordon to take over Madison Hotels. Uh, when Billy begs his father to reconsider his decision. As he now knows how callous and cruel Eric is, Brian reveals that he secretly bribed Billy's school teachers to give him passing grades. Uh, the two finally compromise. Billy must complete complete all 12 grades in school with two weeks for each grade to prove he is competent enough to manage the company. Yeah, love I love I love. there's a m- minute here where Eric asks a very reasonable question, like something along the lines of like, don't you think that this in- idea is like like putting the 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 careers of 61,000 employees on this <laughs> bet like really careless and you just hear the dad go no. <laughs> <laughs> like it just takes care of that justification in just one word. No. <laughs> Uh, shortly after enrolling into elementary school, Billy becomes attracted to a third grade teacher named Veronica Vaughn, who initially ignores him. Uh, nevertheless, Billy successfully progresses through his first two grades. Uh, he finds himself as one of Veronica's students in the third grade and earns her respect by standing up for Ernie, his friend and classmate. So... I love the, uh, the stuff with the, uh, I guess the kindergarten teacher... Or first grade, mm, yeah. Um, just the insane grade, one yeah. that, that 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 does the interpreted glue dancing. on her face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see here. <clears throat> Ernie. Uh, he finds himself. Yeah. Okay. Billy becomes popular among the third graders uh, and misses them as he advances through school. Billy's progress alarms Eric. Uh, desperate to take over Madison Hotels, he blackmails Billy's elementary school principal, Max Anderson, into lying uh, that Billy bribed him for passing grades. With a wrestling magazine containing pictures of Max's previous career as the revolting blob, a masked wrestler who accidentally killed a man in the ring. <laughs> um, what are your... I mean... What are your, so, some of your like favorite moments, I guess, uh, up to this point? Because this is like the first half of this movie, by the way. Yeah. It's like the first half of the movie is him getting through the first three grades, and yeah. then we just kind of whiz through everything else. I mean, like, I there's so many side bits that I think this movie feels to me more like... Like the, the plot's not like what's good about this movie or interesting about it. It's like the, all the people and weird stuff we have to do along <laughs> the way. Like like crazy Carl is so funny in this movie. Like um do you know who I'm talking about? 
The janitor? No, no, no. Crazy Carl is what Adam Sandler calls Carl, who's the guy that his dad is like in his dad's company who actually likes Billy. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And there's all these bits with Carl and Eric that are so funny. And like, he's a weird, he's a weirdo, but he like believes in Billy. And like, I don't know, there's this whole like, 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 uh, was it Ritz Cracker bit? Yeah. Or uh, where he's the like. The Triscuits. Triscuits. Yeah, I had Triscuits in the car. He's like, why don't you ask me if I want a Triscuit? It's like just a side bit that's just like, it's so weird and so funny. And again, like the maid, so, so good. Like he's like, I wanted a snack pack. You know, just like him like screaming at the top of his lungs that he wanted a snack pack. <laughs> and, and just like, you know, I don't know. Like, it, yeah, there's, there's it. This, this film is like built on like jokes like little tiny jokes all along the way. And there's not necessarily any rhyme or reason for them. Like, like why is Billy throwing a, a, a huge circus party for every single time he graduates from a grade? <laughs> like why? Like there's no real reason for it. It's just, it's just funny. And it creates like this super funny. I don't know. Like, uh, it, but but again like uh, what i think is so weird about this comedy is that like it's not it doesn't build on itself you know what i mean like it's not like all the jokes are like in the same vein it's right. like they're all kind of like separate little vignettes little bits I, it's, it's just like it just this this movie just feels like they had so many ideas that right just, and i think the you know the premise of like going into all these different grades and different classes and teachers and like different settings yeah like, how the high school stuff is really funny it's just like if you if you like have a really funny character like this and you actually have the jokes like that's how you that's how you do it you can you can like pack so much into this movie just because there's so many we meet so you're right we meet so many weirdos uh, we're in so many like stupid situations. What do you think of uh, <laughs> what do you think of Steve Buscemi's little uh, cameo in this? I mean, I, it's so it's I'm it's conf- I'm conflicted on it because I think it might be a little insensitive, like what his function is or like what the joke is here. But I also do like it's hard for me to separate it from like me seeing this as a kid. You know what I mean? Like, and just like. I don't know. Like I, I always loved his cameo in this movie and always thought that was like a, like a funny bit that he like was, <laughs> he's like, Hey, no problem, Billy. Yeah. Thanks. You know? And then just like so normal. And then like cut to his dark, the dark realization that he's like <laughs> about to off everybody who was mean to him growing up. And, um, yeah, I think, I think had they just like not done the lipstick bit, it would have been, you know, it would have just been perfect. But yeah. again, it's it, it's so cool to see him work with Steve Buscemi after Airheads. You know, like they clearly were friends. Like they had like a fr- right. a connection on that set. Um, let's see here. By the way, what do you think of uh, what's his name? Um, blah 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 from uh. Studio sixty, the dude that plays Eric. Why am I oh. blanking on his name? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's Bradley good. Whitford. B- Bradley Whitford's great. He's he's perfect. He's he he's he's the perfect Adam Sandler movie villain. 
Like Adam Sandler movies always have a guy like this in, in them. Right. The like the the complete like <laughs> the complete just like a hole guy, and he's he's he is the the first. You know what you know what I mean? He's like a yeah, hole prime. He's just got like a universal like hateability to it. Yeah. That like you know probably nice in real life, but y- if you put him in one of these roles, everyone can get on board with like hating this guy. Same with uh, Shooter McGavin. Yeah. In exactly. uh, in, in Happy Gilmore. Yeah. So what are your some of your um, favorite moments up until now? Because you haven't said anything. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think of what we went over. Well, let's keep going with the plot. No, uh, okay. uh, nothing comes to mind at the moment. Uh, angered, Brian calls off his deal with Billy and renames Eric as chairman of the company. Billy grows distraught and reverts to his previous carefree lifestyle. Uh Veronica motivates him to return to school while his grade school classmates convince Max to retract his false accusations, uh, infuriating Eric. Uh, Brian agrees to give Billy another chance, but Eric cites that Billy failed the challenge by not finishing ninth grade within two weeks. Uh, He then threatens to sue Brian if he does not pass the company on to him. Billy intervenes and challenges Eric to an academic decathlon to finally settle their feud uh, with the winner getting to take over Madison Hotels. Um, yeah. I like, it, it surprised me with this, you know, rewatch. I, I remember noticing we're like 40 minutes in and we're like just getting past the third grade or like the second or third grade. Right. And we kind of, uh, what do you think of them kind of just like skipping over a bunch of stuff? And then like the third act is just this, kind of like decathlon um <clears throat> like it's uh, almost like the initial not really but it's almost like the initial thing that they set up the situation that they set up in the first act like him going through each each grade uh two weeks at a time is kind of like they bail on it in a way uh-huh. not that i'm saying i like care that i much, wouldn't want to see each one of these grades but i, I agree with yeah. you that it's sort of like it's weird which ones they pick and choose to like hang out in, you know? It's almost like they started writing it and they just got so much out of the first couple like grades that they were like, Oh damn it, we wrote like a hundred pages. We need to <laughs> we need to like yeah. uh not make this movie four hours long. Right. I I think so too. Like I think they could there's a there's like an alternate reality where this is like a Netflix show and every season's a new grade or something. Um, and they just really stretch it out and that would be really, really fun to watch also. But this to me is, it's tighter. It's better. I I don't think we're missing anything by not seeing each grade fully. Uh, both men excel in different activities, but Billy manages to take a single point lead before the contest final event, a jeopardy style academic test, uh, but which, by the way, in the trivia, let me pull this up. Someone, someone uh, took the time. Some psycho. <laughs> I gotta imagine they're a psycho. Um, it took the time to write down every all twenty categories listed during the academic decathlon: English literature, U.S. presidents, my wife the tramp, <laughs> astronomy, <laughs> baking, burning dog poo, and the human response. Reflections of Society and Literature, 
information systems, chemistry, the Roman Empire, my spouse is sleeping around, the French Revolution, automotive repair, 20th century poetry, calculus, needlepoint, architecture, business, ethics, Shakespeare, and I married some common street trash. <laughs> um, yeah, so they do the uh, the academic decathlon, the Jeopardy thing. Billy gets a complicated, a completely dim-witted answer for the opening question in the event. And Eric is given the chance to win the contest by answering a question regarding business ethics. I mean, this is one of my favorite uh, moments is like just it's almost like they're making fun of like these moments that happen in in like non-comedy versions of a movie like this where right. it's like he's he's telling he's tying in like a story that he heard in, in the beginning of the movie into like this challenge that he's faced with right, at the end where yes. he's talking about the puppy that lost his way and everyone's like super into it and it's like sounds really thoughtful and we like cut to him finishing it and then it's just like that was the most idiotic thing i've ever heard in my life yeah uh, it's great yeah. <clears throat> eric being a highly uh, unscrupulous businessman cannot conceive of an answer and breaks down he brandishes a revolver but max in his wrestling gear tackles eric from backstage before he can harm billy uh, Eric recovers from the attack and attempts to shoot Veronica, but he is shot in the buttock, buttock, by buttock. Danny McGrath, a rifle-wielding madman whom Billy apologized to earlier for bullying him years ago. So old Stevie coming back. I know. Uh, at his graduation <laughs> ceremony, Billy deciding that he is not fit for running a hotel company announces he will pass Madison Hotels to Carl Alfonsi. It's crazy to me that this Wikipedia author um, added all of these last names. I know. the uh, Yeah, the last names are really doing it for me. <laughs> we never hear yes, Alfonsi. Yes, and calling, uh, referring to the, Billy's dad as Brian is like very confusing <laughs> to me as well. Uh, Brian's polite and uh, loyal operations manager and reveals he plans to attend college in order to become a teacher Eric, walking on crutches due to his wound, watches on uh, and fumes in frustration over Billy's decision. <clears throat> and I believe there's a, a bunch of people just, like, start kissing. <laughs> yeah. I, there's a couple of those we could, you know, these days, probably a little problematic. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, and it's not the only movie that ends this way. I, I recently rewatched a movie called Saving Silverman. Uh, <laughs> kind of on a lark and it ends in a very similar way of all these people kissing and the joke being oh two men kiss you know um, hey how does Saving Silverman hold up in 2021 awful <laughs> really awful I, I loved mean, that movie oh I mean like definitely watch it again and, and get a get a mm. good kick out of it but I mean as far are you asking as far as like from a politically correct point of view it does it, it just is, like from an entertainment not, standpoint entertainment a hundred percent yeah oh i mean it's stupid and terrible but yeah i mean you should check it out i think you'll know what i'm i think you'll i think you'll catch my vibe uh you know after after, after a nice rewatch because it's 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 so fun to revisit but it's it's like 
it's you definitely realize like oh this wasn't a good movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, man i watched that movie so many times me too. The, uh, me too. the diamonds in the rough right they're yeah, a neil diamond, the neil diamond cover diamond band cover and they're band. all neil diamond yep oh very good um eric that is correct oh brother yeah <laughs> uh, what what does he say about uh you can imagine. Nah, never mind. Whatever. <laughs> uh, oh, also the O'Doyle stuff is really funny. Yeah, O'Doyle rules. Um, you know, when I was in uh, Vegas with my friend Dave, one of the hardest. I don't know why I thought this was so funny, but it was very funny to me at the time. Is uh, we were looking for something to eat, and we're walking around the Vegas uh, Strip, and we uh, go into like. We're like desperate for food. Yeah. Um, we had just gotten out of uh, out of a concert and we're like uh, starving. And mm. we go into a Hard Rock Cafe, <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> there's a band <laughs> dressed up in Kiss makeup, <laughs> uh, a cover band playing. Uh, but they were playing the song "You Shook Me All Night Long," which is an ACDC song. Right. <laughs> so it was a weird. band dressed in <laughs> Kiss, dressed in playing Kiss the makeup, wrong band, playing music. the wrong band. Yeah, yeah, weird. Very funny. That's anyway, Jeremy, uh, final thoughts on uh, Billy Madison. Final thoughts on Billy Madison is this is this is great. This holds up like so incredibly well. I was so man just impressed with everything, top to bottom, about it. Like I just. Yeah, it's just a classic. It it's it's so funny. It's so good. All the cameos are great. All the bits are really solid. I mean, I have no complaints about this movie. Uh, to me, it's it's a four trucky freckle out of four. Four out of four. That is a. I would I would have to say a perfect score. That is a perfect uh, score. Uh, as far as this okay. podcast is concerned and for listeners who are maybe new to the little marty podcast we do rate movies out of uh based on ch- a chucky freckle system oh yeah we should explain <laughs> that we used to be a chucky podcast yeah we okay, used to be anyway. a chucky podcast so now when we rate things it's you know chucky obviously has four freckles i don't even know where we came up with that but <laughs> uh we rate them out of four I'm giving this a perfect score, Eric. What 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 about you, Jeremy? Um, before we for actually, I want to do this before we um, before I forget, we forgot to give rating uh, rating to Boxcar Bertha last week. Um, so what what what? How many Chucky Freckles would you give Martin Scorsese's Boxcar Bertha? Oh, one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it a one. Wait, how much did I get? Give shopping. Uh, I would give shopping more than Boxcar Birthday, even I think. No, really? Mm, yeah, I think I like shopping more than Boxcar Birthday. <laughs> okay, I gave shopping. I'm lowering my shopping score. I gave it one point <laughs> five. I'm putting it down to one point two five, and I am giving. Okay, one point two five, and I am giving um, Boxcar Bertha a one point five. This is very valuable content for the people just tuning in to oh, listen yeah. to a podcast about. Oh Billy yeah, Madison. 
I, I just firmly believe this is the funniest movie of all time. I think, you know, comedy is like subjective to an extent, except for this movie. I think this is the funniest movie of all time. Wow. I just cannot imagine watching this movie and not laughing. I can't. I, I watch, I watch, you know, I've watched a lot of comedy in my life and most of it, even if I think it's funny, I just sit there and I don't make any noises. This movie, like, genuinely makes me laugh like I'm, like, getting, t- like I'm a, you know, young man getting tickled by <laughs> That's uh, so awesome. feather on my, you know, foot. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I love this movie. It's, it's really good. It's infinitely quotable. Um, everything is funny and it just gets funnier. I love it so much. 4.5 out of 4. 4.5? No. You can't do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I'm I I protest. <laughs> 5 out of 4. 4 out of 4 Chucky Freckles. Boom. Boom. <clears throat> So where are we in the uh, the Sandler catalog? It, it you know it feels like we've been covering him. Pr- this is only our third movie, I guess. But it, it you know it feels like we're kind of deeper in than when we we actually are. So up next we have, um, I believe, Happy Gilmore. Right. That is, I I I mean, I believe so. Is that the next? Is that the next Sandler film, or are we... Yeah, 96. So, Billy Madison, 95. Gilmore, 96. Mm. Um, damn. Two, the one year apart. Uh, and also, by the way, just in the context of uh, SNL, Sandler, 90 to 95 is when Sandler was on SNL. So, Billy Madison is, like, right at the end of his... Yeah, I don't know if he was still on the show, technically... <clears throat> yeah. When Billy Madison came out, obviously he was when it was in production. Um, um But yeah, and the, oh man, I forgot we're going to have to do Bulletproof after Happy Gilmore, I which is him and Damon Wayans. I don't even know. I've never even heard of B- Bulletproof. Uh I think it's bad. Okay. But we'll we'll find out. Yeah, we're about to find out. Um but yeah, I don't I've never even I don't even think I've heard of that movie, so and what's next for next week? We get we're doing Marty um, Martin Scorsese. Uh, it's Mean Streets. I believe we're mean finally streets. we're finally doing the great Mean Streets. I mean, I'm very excited about getting into some Marty that is a, you know, actually like you know, I would consider like a classic, like an absolute kind of masterpiece level film. So, Mean Streets. Yeah, and it is Mean Streets. So, if you turn on what you think is Mean Streets and you're seeing Rachel McAdams and, (laughs) you know, Lindsay Lohan, you put on the wrong movie. You put on Mean Girls. Yeah, you put on Mean Girls. We are watching Mean Mean Streets, streets, which was written by Tina Fey. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Um, Yeah. You know what, man? Marty and Adam should do a film together. I was thinking about that at work today. I was thinking about what would a Martin Scorsese... Here's what I would like to know, Jeremy. Would you like to see Adam Sandler star in like a dramatic Martin Scorsese film? Or would you like to see Scorsese 
attempt a comedy film starring Adam Sandler? That one. I really? want, oh yeah, I want to see Martin Scorsese attempt an Adam Sandler style comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I, I kind of want to see that too. That's um, too insane. I just want to keep skidding like both ends of the spectrum. I want to get, I, you know, I want to get your uncut gems and I want to get your Hubie Halloweens. I think that that's like so crazy that he can do both of those <laughs> yeah. uh, within like a year. Just absolutely yeah. bananas. But anyway, Jeremy, uh, one last time, where can people uh, s- support the show? Ah, you can go to patreon.com slash Eric and Jeremy. And uh, from there, subscribe at the $5 tier to get all of our bonus content. But also, it helps us keep the lights on. Um, again, that is patreon.com slash Eric and Jeremy. Also, yeah. if you if you're hard up for cash because, you know, we're still living through a pandemic. Uh, perhaps you could support the show by just simply giving us a nice rating and reviewing yes. us on Apple Podcasts. Man, does that ever help help our show get seen, you know? Yeah, by the way, uh, if you work for Apple, please change our cover photo yeah. <laughs> for our <laughs> yeah. podcast. I updated that like six weeks ago, and I've, I've sent emails. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, do that, uh, Jeremy, and uh, I I don't know why I just said Jeremy, but uh, Jeremy, we will be uh, uh, reconvening next week to discuss Mean Streets, uh, unless you're a patron listener, Patreon listener, then we will be discussing question mark, <laughs> got a surprise for you, uh, anyway, Norma, I'll see you in my dreams. Mm-hmm.